Hi, Ashley. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. I feel like I'm already exhausted today, and it's only Monday, but yeah. Um, it's been a long old week, and it's only Monday. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know, this week's going to be long. I can feel it already. It's just not good. Yeah. Is this, what, is this that week? I know there's a week in January, which is the most depressing week ever, because it's so long since our last payday, and like so long to our next payday. I think it's like Black Monday or something it's called, or... I can't remember. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I've always found January really bleak anyway, but like I've definitely got no money. And yeah, I don't know. What we should do? I'm sorry. We should welcome everyone. Hello. <laughs> With me, Matthew Ali. And me, Ashley McAllister. And obviously, you can tell we're in a great mood today. <laughs> Yay. What a horrible fucking Monday this is. No, I don't know what is one, but today I'm just drained. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe the rest of the week will be like really perky and I'll just get over my like mood. Well, I think I read news today that the snow's going to come this weekend. That's a bad thing. I know. It's a fucking nightmare. Is it really? Well, I mean, maybe that's an island. I don't know if it's different here. Oh, the headline was Northern Ireland, so. Yeah, it won't be here. It's, it's warm. I'm, wearing, I'm still wearing my hoodie. It was a little bit cold in, when it's darker, but I'm still playing rugby, so I don't want it to snow this weekend. No. I don't believe yeah. you. Fucking, I can fuck off as well. Fucking snow. I'm going to Colchester in, in a couple of weeks. That's exciting. What's in Colchester? Well, since you've asked. <laughs> <laughs> I fell for that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a CrossFit competition. Um, Mickey's, oh. compete- Mickey's competing in the European. Um, and you're going to be his number one cheerleader with pom-poms? No, there's going to be, I think there's 20 of us coming over from our gym. Oh, just to support him? Yeah, it's a big thing. European finals, massive. Amazing. And, you- and it's great because it's a great possibility for me to get a really um, consecrate, concentrated audience and just steal all the phones and subscribe to Honest Pod. You should definitely do that. Yeah, I did it. We were all out for coffee on Saturday or Sunday and or Saturday, one day. I can't remember what day it was. And um, I did. I literally took like four or five people's phones and made them subscribe. Can you bring, make an Honest Upon t-shirt and take it with you and do some like CrossFit merch? <laughs> yeah, I could do. I won't, yeah. but I could do. <laughs> Why not? We need to like start. So for those that are listening, um, this year, we had a really good push last year, I think, and Ashley did an amazing job of making sure that we've got um, the followers that we do have. And I even got a message from one who's one of our American listeners who's visiting London and wants some tips about what to do. So that was, yeah. um, he follows you on Instagram. So he, um, he said that he also thinks that all of your roast dinners are horrific, except for your Christmas dinner one. Um, but why that, that little bitch, how dare he? I know, but well, I mean, it's not how dare he, he's just stating true facts. Fake news. I think it's time that some of our loyal supporters start helping us by just spreading the news, spreading the wealth and paying it forward a little bit. And maybe, you know, as we post out, we can just sort of, Read well, we don't use Twitter that much, mostly Instagram, I guess, isn't it? But just like spreading the word, getting your friends and family and people that follow you to just you know have a little listen, say how wonderful the podcast is, even if you don't think it is. Yeah, um, we had a couple of people give us a shout out this week on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen it, I tagged them in the stories. We had Adrian from the gym, who's Doc Jr. on Instagram, he started listening the other day when he was doing his ironing. 
and he's gave us a shout out and told us people to start following iTunes and Spotify. Thanks, Adrian. And Thank then, you, Adrian. And then Tilly, uh, my CrossFit partner, Tilly, she also gave us a shout out today. Yes, you're right. I did see. Thank you, Tilly. Awesome. But yeah, no, it's amazing because it's amazing how much that people that, that actually helps because a lot of people I've noticed and who I sort of say, you should listen to my podcast. They're like, oh yeah, I will, I will. And they never do. And then when they see somebody else listening, they're like, actually, I should actually remember to check that out. Yeah, it's definitely that later bit, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, I meant to do that. And then eventually you'll download it and start like listening to it. But just getting, seeing it a few times, it'll just remind people that actually we do have one of the um, best podcasts in, in the world ever. Joe Rogan who? What? Who? Uh, <laughs> some said his are too long. I never said that. We listen to it. But some people have that opinion. I can understand why they say that. I would never say ours is ever going to be that long. In fact, quote from Adrian, he said ours is the perfect length. Well, that's a bit up and down. Some people are like, oh, it's too long and they're like, Oh, I prefer my podcast to be fifteen minutes. And like, what what information value can you get? You want to hear our wonderful voices for a good amount of time, you know? Um Yeah. But yeah. 15, 15 minutes. I, I have longer poos in 15 minutes. Legit. Like, to be fully empty, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I did one the other day in the cafe and I blocked the toilet. Oh, my God. Do you have protein shakes? Is that why? You know, do you do protein shakes and things like that? I do do protein shakes. Um, I do apple cider vinegar, which I think is amazing. What, is that, what do you mean you do that? What is that? It's a apple cider vinegar. It's a, I don't know if it's a supplement or it's... Um, it's like a, well, it stinks. It actually does stink, but I've gotten so used to it now. But I, it's like a shot, but I mix it with water because it, it's actual real acid in your throat if you don't mix it with water. What's it for? Um, I used to not mix it. Well, I'll get to that. Um, I used to not mix it with water. Yeah, you've asked a question. You deserve to get the whole life story. Okay. <laughs> I used to not mix it with water, and I used to shoot it, like do shots, and it used to burn my throat. Um, so if you do take up my advice and take it, make sure you dilute it. But it's really good for digestion. Um, do you struggle with digestion? I do. Um, and I will say, unofficially, I can't say there's any medical claims to back this up. But since I've started taking it, I have felt so much better with regards to my celiac disease. True story. I'm just saying. I know you all want to know. Maybe your mom was listening to your rants and actually cleaning after herself with like... Um, your- here don't get me started today on her what did she do (laughs) (laughs) oh i can't i can't i can't even stay with her oh my god you're worse than my brother it's difficult living at home it must be because like he's the same and i'm like why are you so upset like she hasn't done anything but i think if she's always in your grill like you just things become a little bit more unbearable yeah she like i have a go to her for no reason (laughs) what I'd I'd have a go at her for no reason, just because she's so in my face. What does she actually do? Tell me. Well, <laughs> I I class I suffer from classic uh, middle child syndrome. You don't I'm get. The most, I'm the most unloved of my siblings. Oh my god, that's not true. Totally untrue. And example, I came in today. I hurt my back today at the gym, and I came in today, and I was like, oh. I, Obviously, being a bit dramatic, I was like, I put my back down. She's like, what happened? And I was like, oh, I hurt my back. 
she didn't say, okay, she wasn't going to watch the TV again. I was like, oh, okay, I'll fix myself a cup of tea. Thanks, mum. And if she was like, oh, how are you? I shall look after you. You'd be like, leave me alone. Stop hassling me. I'm not a child. Fuck exactly. off. I would never swear at my mum, ever. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I, th- I think I've done it like once out of like pure rage. That's it. Anyways, let's get into some topics, shall we? Yeah, I mean, people are dying to know what we got up to this week, but we've both had really bad Mondays and we don't want to talk about stuff. So. Yeah, I don't want to talk about last week. Last week was actually good. It was only today that really pissed me off. But, you know. Well, then give our listeners a quick update of what you did last week. Um, we had a rugby game, a big win on Saturday, which I'm ecstatic about. Honestly, awesome. like, we might actually win the league, which is huge. Like win the entire league that we're in, which is massive and promotion. But the Steelers have never done anything like that that I can think of where you've actually won something so big um, yeah. thing, you know, in a, like a mainstream league. It's not a gay competition and it's just amazing. We're performing really well. We didn't have the strongest team and this team had, we were playing their third team. So this team had about 12 substitutes and their substitutes were of a better standard than their playing squad. Awesome. Substitute, and even that our starting fifteen wasn't the ideal starting fifteen, and we fucking won. Oh my god, I was so happy because I was so nervous at the start. Mm. Nervous, but I was like, "Fuck, man, we're gonna lose against them, and now we're not gonna win the league." We won, and it was amazing. What I want to also point out is that I don't want to say street league or gay league, but you play against other just regular teams that aren't advertised as inclusive teams. Um, I think a lot of people get confused when they hear about a gay rugby club and they don't actually consider it real rugby players. Um, But a lot, a lot of teams are out there competing in real leagues with every other team. Um, It's legit. Like we're playing in a league with like teams that have been around for like 50 to a hundred years in Essex. Like, and they, straight lads and like you why and but they're so nice like don't get me wrong like the one thing is i think because the Steelers have been around for such a long time um i've never only once when i first started like 10 you know eight to ten years ago what did i hear anything really bad there was one game that i wasn't at where they were literally like calling the team names our team names only because they were getting spanked in all fairness the fact that the team so badly they started like actually sh- shouting home purpose slurs but the team- I was at that game yeah yeah it was years ago you remember and they were, mm. they're still known for being horrible to everyone anyway but the teams that we play like it's really competitive they are aggressive um, and that's different I would say mainstream is different to the clubs that we are the club that we are we're not super aggressive in that respect but we just play good rugby and the teams that we play are lovely they're so nice I've known them for years now so I don't know anyone's name but they're always like hello and oh, how are you and all that sort of stuff and I'm yeah yeah but, um, no, it's a nice it's local derby. This, we played East London, which is our local team. We share the same clubhouse, so that's why we were like, we know that these players do not, in fact, play for the third team. Ah, oh, it was a big win, honestly. A guest, I was like, oh my god, so, that's awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was so so happy. It was amazing. I think so. Anyway, let's get into topics. Okay. I can't remember the music. I always forget it. We do this. I do. 
But anyway. That's not the music. No. Right. So, uh, one thing I want to talk about. Uh, well, we've sort of done differently. We both sort of talked about the stuff we want to talk about first. <laughs> so, um, one thing that we want to talk about. And I, we, we have previously talked about this offline, but... I'm sure that's so crazy that we didn't have an entire podcast. This is a whole conversation we had. It was. I remember we had... We, I think we just finished recording and I mentioned it. And then you were like... Because <gasps> we, we have opposing views. Okay. If I remember right. Well, let's see what happens now then, shall we? So, I'm just trying to get up the order. So, I think... Man- the, so, the Manchester Pride... Uh, officials have announced that the official flag for Manchester Pride this year is going to contain the black and brown stripes to recognise that people of colour don't have as much representation in the LGBT community. Yeah, so it's impossible to recognise it and make people of colour more involved or included. That's right. Discuss. Well, obviously, I have a problem with it. Uh, I think it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. You obviously don't think it's necessary. Well, interestingly enough, I don't think it's needed. I mean, I'm not. I what? No, I'll say I'll be doing that. I think it's needed, but I think foolish saying means lying. Foolish? I think it's silly because the pride flag itself is That's why it doesn't need to be adding anything else to it. I think it's totally fine to adapt the pride flag for different subcultures like they do for bears and they do for um, bisexual. I think it's totally fine and I'm not against adding black and white to a to the flag to represent people of colour. Um, There's no white stripe. Well, that's oh, sorry, black and brown, no white. Yeah, I think if you're gonna make it, and I know you're gonna say it, if you're gonna make it the official pride flag, either don't add in the two extra colors or add in. Well, I would even say I'd just say I was gonna say add in white. I was like, don't even add in white. I don't think the colors are needed anywhere. I'd just rather have it the original six. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Interestingly enough, I did read stats about this, which made me question myself. Um, That's good, because you should. Well, um, interestingly enough, the people who are most against the additional two colours being added... Which are Let me guess what colour they are. Hmm. What colour of skin do you think they have? I think they have um, Caucasian-type skin, shall we call it? That would be correct. Right. <laughs> Ten points to you. <laughs> and not only uh, that, generally white males... Uh, yes, and older, obviously, older white males, whilst, well, they, they call them, they call baby boomers, then you have the millennials, um, people of colour, and a high, higher percentage of transgender um, people voted for, they don't mind the colour, colours being added. Absolutely. I guess I don't mind. Progressive, up-to-date, and modern member of society, more relevant and more marginalised 
group of people think that it's necessary. Whereas those that suffer the least believe that it's not necessary. Isn't that interesting? I mean, I don't know what you're trying to say. I don't, I can't, I can't really read between the lines there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure sure you're hinting at something, but I just don't get it. The reason why I think it's a good thing necessary is for literally this kind of conversation, right? Because I actually liken it to saying straight people saying we don't even need pride in the first place. We should assimilate and be part of the like regular society. And the fact is that, you know, people, gay people don't suffer. So they might say that pride isn't needed. So I liken it to that. So if they say that pride itself isn't needed because people don't, aren't treated differently, that's because those that aren't treated, those that are not treated differently would generally believe that everyone is treated the same when that's not in fact true. So then when you go smaller into like the actual community itself, the LGBTQ society, um, there is, you know, like an inherent classism or racism of what you want to call it, isn't it? Like there's sexism, sexism and racism within the community itself, right? Yeah, and there's so many subcultures that hate each other so much. It's, it's crazy. But if you are a white member of the LGBTQ society and white male in particular, you still have a certain privilege and step up over those that are not. So as a me, as a black or person of color, um, I'll be treated differently and potentially less than you as a white male. Give so me an example needed. of how you would be, give me an example of how you'd be treated differently as a black, black gay guy in London versus me as a white gay guy in London. We've had this conversation before, like, I mean, I don't think it happens so much nowadays. So I think apps, I, I don't know that Grindr had um, had a campaign last year, but the fact that, you know, people, you know, they'd be like, primarily people like white gay guys and not black guys. And if you like black guys, you're a fetish or a subculture of our community, right? Yeah, but that's, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say fetish. It's 100% a fetish, 100%. I went that really questioned. Yeah, yeah. I, what is that? Any, Black people I fancy, that's not a fetish. It's because they're hot. Not for every person, but generally I'm saying. Like it's a thing okay. with a black guy or, you know, do you know what I mean? Like it's not like, oh, you got with a guy. I'm not saying me necessarily because I don't think I've been treated particularly differently anyway. Like I think being from London, being in the environment that I'm in, it's, I think it's for those areas that isn't London. And we spoke about this when we spoke about the pride being on like merchandise and stuff, right? You know, yeah. you said it needs to be in places where it's less obvious. Now for me, someone in London growing up here, having a massive cultural um, immersion here, you know, it's all, every t- like type of person is here. Me personally, I don't believe that I've suffered particularly in any way, shape or form. However, it does happen in, I don't know, African countries or um, in America, it's definitely a lot worse, you know, and like, I think American uh, black gay guys are treated differently there than they are here for sure, especially London. I just think it brings around the conversation that it's important. If you don't think it's important, well, it takes those that don't see it to see it. And I think that it's not necessarily, if it's not those two stripes, it could be something else, but something highlight the fact that if you're not white, you are treated differently within the community itself as well. I just don't think there's a need. Of course you don't. Of course, of course you don't, because within your own community, you're not treated differently. You are the top of the pyramid, right? I don't, know, I don't like this. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't agree with 
I don't know. I don't agree with a period, a pyramid in the first place. But it's there. That's like saying privilege isn't there in the first place. When we are saying that, it's completely there. I don't. Well, I don't know because I've never like I've never seen you be treated any differently than me. Don't think about me specifically. Yeah, but if I'm forming my opinion, it's based off what I see, and I don't see you get treated any differently than I do. Because I'm not talking about me specifically. You know, but I am talking about my experience, and my it's my experience that forms my opinion. Yeah, but then that's like saying that why like straight men don't see that gay men are treated differently. Like that person, remember when I said, oh, someone thought it was okay to be calling their gay friend a faggot because he doesn't think that um, it's offensive because he doesn't mind it and all that sort of stuff. Because he doesn't see it. Does it mean it doesn't exist? Um, no, that's true, I guess. No, it's these things, these, these conversations, these two stripes that make you aware. You're like, why are they doing this? And then it opens up the conversation to say, okay, well, there are a group of people that feel like it's necessary. And then you could either say, no, I don't think it's true. I'm not going to look into it. I just don't believe that it's true. Or you could say, well, they must be saying this for some sort of reason. Let me look into it and find out a bit more. Maybe not ask the one person, me, who's saying, I don't believe that I've suffered too much or at all. Because I, I don't think I have. Not hugely. Like, you know, fair enough, I go to a club and, um, you know, this guy doesn't like me because I'm black. Whatever, that's fine. I'm still pretty. I'm, I'll deal with it. But I, 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 not so much for being gay and black, but just for being actually at work and stuff. You know, we went through this. People call me like all sassy. And if I'm loud, suddenly I'm that loud gay black guy. And I'm like, well, it's not okay to say these things all the time. And like, you know, Matt, go and dance and do all this for these people. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not your monkey. Like, I'm not going to dance and perform for you people just because you like how loud and sassy and black I can. But yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously you're not, you're not a monkey. Don't sit and dance every time somebody asks you to dance, but you are loud. You are sassy and you're black. But there'll be people that don't know me that assume that I'd be that way. Well, that's wrong. Yeah. But it's not about me. I'm not saying me. I'm saying I haven't. In fact, I'm a prime example of those that are subjected to being treated differently. Racism. I'm not, I'm not that demographic. Like, I don't believe so. But the stripes initiate the conversation. Do you not think that the stripes added to the flag don't represent white people the same way they do people of color? Because there's still white people out there who don't have it easy, who are gay, and they're going through hard times for whatever reasons. And once you add race to this problem, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not saying there's not a problem with race in the LGBT community because there is. I just don't think it needs to be added to a flag that is set up to represent everyone. That bit I do understand. That I don't. If it's if if this conversation is happening, is is it necessary to add it to this one thing, or does it need to be its own thing? I think for me, I question. Does it need to be its own thing? Potentially. That's, see, that's, that's where I sit. I'm not a problem. Like, like I said at the very start, I don't mind adapting the flag to represent what it is. I think there's definitely a need for it. I just don't think it should be the main flag for pride when pride itself is for everyone. And I think, obviously, if you're adding race into the problem, there's white kids out there, I say kids, white adults out there, male, female, or, or you know, they're also having a bad time. And once you add race, it's like, well, am I just not as important because I'm, because I'm not black? And it's like, no, you are. 
I get that white people have had it easier, but the sacrifice isn't shouldn't be well. White people don't count anymore, and you don't want to deter or make anyone feel unloved. And that's to me, pride is for everyone, and the rainbow flag is for everyone. I know there's people out there who will frown and say, "I don't feel re-, as a gay person, they don't feel represented by pride." But that's your choice. Like, you know, in my opinion, your choice. That bit I understand, except for the fact that we're not in a place where it is all equal. So it would make sense if we're in that place. But for me, for you saying like it's why people might suffer or this happens, well, that would be okay if we were equal. But but there there is no it isn't completely like equal. So you need to put it's it's like the same thing. You know where we're saying like okay, that person who you know there are some jobs for minorities, right? They highlight ethnic people minorities and then there might be a group of white people that say well those people are taking our jobs well it's not that they're taking your jobs they're just getting the same opportunities as you it would in the same recognition and the same representation it would be the same in this case just because we're highlighting the minorities doesn't mean we're refusing or not accepting rejecting pardon me that white people do suffer because it doesn't mean that because one thing is happening the other thing is that's not the case. And by you saying that, I think you're saying if we look and put people of color in a spotlight, we're saying that white people don't suffer. That's not true. That's not what's being said. It's saying we all need to be represented. At the moment, we're not all completely represented in the same way. So... No, I'm saying that once you add race into an element about sexuality, it takes away from the fact that there's still people out there struggling with their sexuality i think once you add race into it it makes it makes the message of pride less clear but even within pride like young black people suffer i think it's harder for young black people to come out and be open with their family and other people than it is for white people in general and so if i'm like this i don't know 11 but why why is that why i don't i'm i'm not, i've never been young and black so i don't know but i it's hard for white irish people to come out as well insanely hard i imagine being black there imagine being any black person in the island irish place and it turns out in fact you're gay imagine i feel sorry for that dude isn't that impossible because now he's the only gay person who's black or whatever the only black person who's now suddenly gay imagine that in like rural island. Couldn't imagine it. We don't have black people here. Exactly. Exactly. So then it'll be impossible because he's doubling down. He's black and now he's gay. Fuck. He's got no chance. Because he's already picked out for black. He was already picked out for being the only black person in this one place in Ireland. And now he's gay. Are you talking about somebody specifically? or? No, I'm not. But I've kind of just used a point against you. And I think I'm amazing. I don't, know you, I don't think you use your point against me at all. Oh, well, I think so. And I think all of our listeners agree. Uh, well, we can leave it and hear what they say. I think it's an interesting topic, talking point. But I'd love to hear what people think. I think there'll be a lot of opinions about it. I do agree. Well, not agree. I do think there could be another way that isn't just changing the current flag. Although it isn't changing it now that they're using, what, Philadelphia. They have been for a couple of years now. It's the same flag that they have in Philadelphia, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, 
said they've been using it since 2017. I don't feel so strongly about the fact that like, it's not needed when actually it's more about the conversation, not saying like it's a bringing race into, it's all marginalized groups. And there is a, a, a culture of racist, I don't want to say racism, but racial divide within our community as well. I, you know. Oh, definitely there is. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's not there. I also just want to point out with a lot of things I actually personally don't care. I'm never going to go out and protest and say, change the flag back. I have bigger things in my life going on. And I just worry that other people might feel rejected by a community because of the fact that it's now about race and not about their sexuality. That being said, I can totally understand the need to do more for representation of people of color, especially in the LGBT community. Cause who was it? Um, blah, 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 blah. Who was, who's that guy you mentioned last week? Don, Don, Don Lemon. Don Lemon. He said something, name something black. I can't remember if he even was specific down to gay black comedians. Um, and then nobody, was it actors in general? Yeah. He said, how many gay black actors do you know that are out? Yeah, that was it. And it's like insane. But even, well, we were today discussing uh, work, Emer and I, we were saying how many gay actors can you name? Like A-list gay actors can you name? Which, do you know what? What a nice little segue. Um, is there any, well, do you, anything else you want to finish on the first topic? It was just that protest that you're saying. Like say suddenly, right, in Manchester, suddenly all of the white gays suddenly decided that they were really unhappy with the fact because some people said I'm never going to Manchester Pride again because you've added these two stripes to the flag. I, I don't think it's offensive. Some people find it offensive. It's not offensive. It. Uh, you can't be offended by people that. are offended by the two stripes. Offended and they will not go to Pride. I think that I think that is ridiculous. I bet I can guess the colour of their skin. They were yellow. <gasps> Uh, no. <laughs> I uh, 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 <laughs> I'll say purple then. <laughs> uh, they were green. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know why he'd be offended by it and saying I'm not going to because they decided to put the two stripes because they wanted to be more inclusive. Yeah, for example, if, if I was to go to Manchester Pride, I wouldn't be like, I'm not going because of this. No, I'd still want to go and have a good time. Because it's not excluding people. It's only being trying to be inclusive. It may not be the way that everybody wants. Fair enough. And maybe it can change the following year. But it's an action to include others, not exclude. Listen, I have a sauce. Literally, best idea ever. You'll love this for all the right reasons. Turn into a game. When white people come to Manchester Pride, they have to hook up with a black person. Because uh, black people are a token and then uh, like some sort of thing to play with. Yeah, just to get a picture of it. Instagram it with a great hashtag. And then... Same hashtag token black guy. I hooked up with a token black guy. Black guy. Hooked up oh, with I a token. Everyone felt really included. Yep, yep. Look, think of, all the, think of all the photos going out and people will be like, this is, look, there, there are gay black people out there. They're here. We've got photographs with them. We could win a prize because we want to win a photograph with them. 
I hope you're taking the piss. I am totally taking the piss. I sincerely hope. I am totally <laughs> taking the piss. Oh, good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't ever do that. The other day was official kiss of ginger day. Is that, I didn't kiss any. Is that an okay thing after this conversation now? I, listen, me. That's a hot conversation. I, yeah, so I don't, I'd kiss anything at the minute. Oh, babes. Like the little hole in my mouth. Like, oh, that's gross. Um, that's not their lips. That's literally anything. Like, that's their hole. <laughs> yeah, I stuck my tongue right in there. I had another idea as well, which I don't know if we, it's a different conversation or not. But in the research for this, and I was looking at different flags, there's a flag for lipstick lesbians. Did you know that? I remember saying it last time. I'm sure we must have spoken about it. I know you say we didn't, but I remember looking at loads of flags and I did see that one, yeah. Well, I was wondering today, is it, is, is it a double standard for lipstick lesbians? For example, if we were to have a, I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's a term for it anymore, but I'm going to use the old term, straight acting gay flag. Would it be, it would be sort of shunned off, I think. It's the same as having a bear flag. It's... I guess. Actually, I never thought of that. But I think yeah, the di- I think it's different. I mean, I don't know too much about the lesbian culture, but um, I think people are veering off of like, I think you're getting more feminine looking lesbians now. It's not all about short hair and flannel shirts. Like, I think you're getting a wider range of bisexuals. Yeah, but is that not, is that not a lipstick lesbian then? Essentially, I'm just saying like before I think it was like um, quite prevalent. If you look like a if you look like a woman but you're a lesbian, it was like well noted, wasn't it? Anyway, well, well, I'll, I'll think about that. That may be a topic for a different day. But into the next topic, introduced by you, Matt. Okay, so Darren Chris is an actor who's recently won an Emmy for his role in the, um, was it the, the Gianni Versace thing? Yeah, it was uh, American Crime Story, which is fucking amazing. I need to see it, you know. Oh, um, you need to but, watch it. Yeah, he won a primetime Emmy for that as a gay serial killer. And he's also best known as uh, one of his roles in uh, Glee. He was also, he also played a gay person in that, but he's not gay. He's straight himself. And he's now said that... Sadly. No longer... Huh? Sadly not gay. Sadly. Uh, yeah, he's, he is really attractive, actually. Um, I, he's so beautiful. Um, okay, well, that's not really the point. No, um, he's... <laughs> play gay characters in his you know, um, TV, film, theatre, whatever, because... Um, he doesn't want to take he doesn't want to be that straight guy playing all the gay roles he doesn't want to take away from gay actors and um, yeah. I imagine you had some thoughts about that I guess, thinking what do you think do you think that the roles for say gay and trans people gay and lesbian for people in the community should be played by those within the community themselves um, yeah I just want to just I think you might have broke up there for a second but it, Matt said that he Darren Chris has come out and said he's no longer going to play um, gay roles and I just also think of people who won the Emmys and for what roles people were nominated. There was a lot of LGBT roles up this year. Uh, I didn't see them. I, I, I didn't look at the list. Like you, know, you had Freddie Mercury in the Bohemian Rhapsody and the actor who played him won. He's straight. 
you had Rachel Weisz, Emma Stone, and Olivia Coleman all nominated for their parts in that film they're in, The Favourite. Are they lesbians in that film? They're bisexual, yeah. Oh. Um, and Olivia Coleman won. So again, it's been a year, and I think obviously the... I've not seen Poise yet. Pose, Poise. Pose? Pose. Pose FX. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. You know, I forgot about it. We said we would. Yeah, it's not, it's not been on UK TV yet. No. Um, but again, because that was in the, like, the run last year, it's been up for nominations as well. Um, so lots of great roles out there for LGBT people. But straight people are playing them. Um, do I agree or disagree? I don't know because this is what I think. The guy who played Freddie Mercury looked like Freddie Mercury. He added some prosthetics on for the nose and I think the teeth might have been more Freddie-like. The guy who played the serial killer, Darren Chris, he looked a bit like Andrew Kukannon. I think if you're doing something real life, that's based on a real life character or a real life person. The audience wants to be, they want to be believable. And I think regardless of your sexuality, get straight by, you should, you should get, you should get the job based on your ability to perform that person. I don't know whether that just needs to be, if it's biographical though. Uh, because so oh yeah yeah so I, I was yeah yeah i know go ahead sorry well so as i was looking at it earlier on today kate winslet do you do you read what she'd said at the end of last year kate blanchett kate blanchett not winslet i was knew i was gonna say i was saying that listen women are different they don't all look the same white women are different yeah they don't all look the same yeah but kate blanchett was really good in titanic <laughs> she was she was she was amazing yeah. Actually, I watched Titanic at Ashley's years ago, right? And it, I couldn't stop crying. You had to hug me. Do you remember? This, I, do you remember that this is the day I had to go in for... It was, <laughs> I'll tell you the day. It was the day before Prince George was born. Because I had, I had to go in for my colonoscopy the next day. And I was taking laxatives to clear out my system. And I remember the next day it was, she'd gone into labor and I had to take my passport and everything to get into the hospital because she was in the same hospital as I was in. Ooh. True story. Didn't see them. But yeah, the day before when I was taking all the laxatives, I obviously didn't want to leave the house. You'd come around. We watched Titanic. And I don't know why we, we got all the way through the film up until the saddest part when those old people were lying on the bed oh my god it gets me every time two old people just willing to die and they're just lying on that bed yep hugging each other spinning <sighs> and you start crying and then i suddenly i start laughing and it's like i have to go to the toilet now and i run out to the toilet i'm there for like 30 minutes come back and i rewind it and make you watch it all again anyway yeah it was that was tough that was a tough day um Blanchett, thanks Blanchett said that she will stand by the fact that as actors, they're there to push boundaries and um, you know, make people believe in the surreal and that if they're able to perform and play parts, they don't need to 
experienced it. So it doesn't need to be a gay person playing a gay person because they're the only ones who would truly know what it would feel like because that's not the job of actors necessarily. You should, as an actor, you can somehow evoke the same emotion, feelings, and whatever you need to to convince your audience that yeah. it's true. Which I agree with. I think that's part of the art of it, right? That's their job. Yeah. To make you believe in what they're saying. Probably most probably without having experienced it. It doesn't take you... To be a great actor, you don't need to have lived it. You just need to present that to people. And actors do research and into things. And like as long as you're able to portray something with the right emotion that the role needs and you do it well and do it justice and... I don't like, yeah, it does. I don't think it needs to be biographical from what I was saying earlier on. Mm, you just need um, to convince it, but I think there's two angles to it, though. Yeah, I what I would say is what needs to happen, which I think will happen given the way that Hollywood is swaying at the minute, is that actors need to be comfortable in coming out. There uh, needs to be more A list actors out there, and that's, and that's not about so that they can get cast in gay roles. It's about, look at, um, what do you call him? What do you call the gay actor? Ian Cohn? There isn't many, so you should get that. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh. Neil Patrick. Yeah. Oh, my days. Uh-oh. You don't watch Triple Drag Race, do you? No. His fucking husband is unbelievable. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah, David something. Oh. Oh my God, we were watching it over New Year's. And then his husband came on and I was like, how have I never noticed this before? He's unbelievable. Anyway. Well, Neil Patrick Harris is a gay guy and he played a straight guy in Gone Girl and he played a straight... I'd never watched How I Met Your Mother, but I think he played a real womanizing character. Yeah, Barney. So funny. Was that... uh, Yeah. so you know, it, it doesn't mean that gay characters can only play gay actors can only play gay characters either. So, I think if you were to flip it around and say only gay people should play gay characters, any straight people should play straight characters. Exactly. But I don't believe that 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 should be the case. I think all actors should be able to play all characters. Well, I played it straight for twenty two years, and I was fucking. I should get an Oscar for that. I know, because no one can believe it now. <laughs> no. Not a single person. My mom had no idea, but then my mom knows yeah. nothing about me. So, I think the one angle is just saying, you don't need to have lived the experience to then play a character. So if you're a black, pardon me, if you're a gay person or a black gay person, you don't need to be black or gay to play those people. But it's got to do with the whole representation thing again. We can't be giving those characters, we can't be giving those roles to only white men and women, straight white men, straight um, white women, you know? Yeah, totally. And this is mixing race and sexuality again, because when I was looking up about it, they're talking about Scarlett Johansson not playing, um, what, an Asian woman. I mean, I think that's reasonable that you should get an Asian person because you're looking like where you're from, right? Yeah. You don't well, actually in a black woman because she's not black. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But what originally should be is does the character needs does the character acquire 
the per- them to be black. You know, that's the only thing I would say. Like in a fictional, in a fictional. Yeah, does the fictional character need to be this? You know, but if it's a biopic, say if it was um, a biography, or if it was an adaptation of a book. And they were quite clearly of a particular race, size, whatever it is. And you want to try and match that as much as possible. Yeah, well, what do you think about, like, in science fiction? Because there was the actor who is in the new Star Wars, the black actor, I don't know his name. John Boyega. Um, possibly. I don't know. Anyway. But he, he was then, I don't watch Star Wars, and that's the reason I don't know. Um, he said that he thought Game of Thrones was bad because it had bad representation of people of color because that's difficult say like harry potter right like originally when it was written it was pretty much exclusively white right when the books were made so if you do a direct comp into the films yeah majority white people apart from that one asian chick and the one black guy yeah which it was pretty much in the films right yeah yeah i can't remember it being any different does it go the same way then like if they suddenly turn some of them not white I mean, I guess in this day and age, that's a good thing, really, isn't it? At this point in time. Well, they did that in the stage production of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. They made Hermione black and loads of people shot back. And then J.K. Rowling says, where does it say in the book that she's white? Fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely. I think for his reasons, I would say fair enough, because you want to have more out gay people, trans people, getting and winning roles. And if it requires it to be a gay character, fair enough. But if it's coming from Kate's point, which is if you're an actor, your job is to convince other people for the purpose of entertainment and whatever. I get that too. Huh? I get I that too. Understand that. Like, yeah. That's reasonable. That's their job. If, yeah. That's got to do with that merit thing, isn't it, that we were talking about before. If, we were, if there wasn't equal playing and it was based purely on merit and your skill, then fair enough. But at this point, we don't have an even playing field. But I wouldn't say give a gay actor a role because they're gay. I would say give them to the person who's going to do the best job. I would say that if we had an even playing field. I wouldn't say that now. So you think, for example, if you were to watch a film and these people audition and they say, well, we're going to give it to the gay character or the gay actor because he's gay. He wasn't as good at acting as that straight guy but we'll just give it to him I don't think I could because that's kind of the purpose of the sh- you know whatever the acting you want them to be as believable as possible I think that's a tough one I guess it helps more so the fact that straight people say they don't they won't take the roles but then say if you're say if you're a struggling actor or something yeah out of my face I'm just keeping you in you have to edit it not me I know um, if you're a struggling actor, for example, are you really in a position where you need to turn down roles? But then it takes people in those bigger roles. It's like anything. It takes those that are not suffering to help those that are right, isn't it? Mm. So I'm a struggling actor who's a straight guy. A gay role comes up. I'm like, of course you need to take it. You, you, you know, you need to work. Yeah. I, I mean, who's to say, for example... You know, now Darren Chris is saying, he's such a nice guy, Darren Chris. Don't you just want to, <laughs> don't you just want to just like squeeze his cheeks? And I think you want to squeeze more than his cheeks, babe. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, but you never know, like him stepping aside saying that might open the door for somebody else to come in and get cast in a big 
thing and then they become the big A-list actor that we need. Say that again. Darn Chris stepping aside might open the door for somebody else to get cast in a role who is gay and that person gets to become the A-list star that we need. That's what I mean. Like, it'll take those. It's not the ones that are struggling to get parts, but those within the more affluent positions and more successful roles to say, you know what? We should take a step aside and allow those that need the opportunities to take those opportunities. Mm. Absolutely. I think that's yeah. big, and it's a bigger statement for someone who's got such a platform to now say. And it's a good timing, really, now that he's, you know, near his peak of what he's doing. Like, he's won, an, you know, a massive award and is you know, done really well, this is kind of the right time to do that. It wouldn't have been the right time if he was in Glee, for example, because he didn't have the same platform that he does have now. No. He's, yeah, he's... That Versace TV show is easily one of the best things I've ever watched. Oh, I need to watch it. My mum loves it. It's, I, I, I'm going to watch it again. But yeah. So I would say, um, in principle... Uh, no, I think it's a great thing. And I understand um, the difference between actors not having to have the background in something. They just need to convince others, which is the job. I think that's the job. Mm. But I'd understand why he's done it. And I think it's admirable for sure. And if more top level celebrities and actors and people in their field did that, it should hopefully open up more opportunities for those that don't necessarily get the same to play more than just gay roles, by the way. We're saying all roles. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I said at the start. Like, if mm. somebody's... If you're saying only gay people can play gay roles and only straight people can play straight roles, it's, mm. it's limiting. Where sh people would be shitting themselves in the foot. That's that. Done. <laughs> um, sorry? I was wondering what you were doing. Oh, no, I was trying to see if... I was checking if we had any new reviews to read out. Uh, do we have any new reviews? No, so goodbye. Pardon? <laughs> no, so goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> so to um, our lovely fans out there, please, it's a new year. Help us struggling podcasters out. Give us some love. Let us feel. Show us the love. And not just give five stars. I'm not necessarily saying just give five stars, but actually... Let us know how you feel. But if you can do it in a somewhat public forum, that'd be amazing because we want to instigate and incite some conversation. And because um, the yeah. message directly to us are lovely and it's really nice. I'm, I'm happy because some people message about what they speak and how stupid I am about most situations. And I'm more than happy to listen. But it's lovely if other people can see it and get involved with the conversations. Nobody calls you stupid, do they? No, I'm calling myself stupid. But some people, like yourself, some people really like you. They're really helpful, should we say, and like to impart their wisdom. <laughs> I will say I listen and I'm open-minded. Oh. Ask for it. Yeah. No, but genuinely, I actually need to because uh, actually I got uh, a couple of people talking about the um, World's AIDS Day one and, and um, learned some good lessons about that, about what yeah. So, yeah, it's really handy. I think a lot of people who listen to it and the feedback I get is from street people who listen, they're like, I never thought about it like that. I never thought about it like that. Um, also, yeah, no, never worry. Mm. Mm. 
but yes thank you people if you could share it on your instagrams tagging us um you get a little shout out when you do you get a shout out when you leave a review i know it's only apple people who can leave a review but um anyone who uses instagram can share it you don't have to be an apple user to use instagram um but like we say we we these are these are topical conversations we're having they're happening in the news right at the minute so get involved let us know what you think we'd love to hear what you guys think about um flags or if they want to know our opinion about certain things that they were wondering because you know sometimes it's hard to find topics as well or some things that come up we miss um, yeah. well actually that was somebody who listened said do you ever open it up to people to ask things and it was, I said, yeah, we did it once. It was, it was good. I, I really enjoyed that episode when we did that. It was something different. Yeah, let's do that more often. Yeah. Yeah, we need to maybe get a different... If people want to ask questions, they should... If people want to ask questions, like ask us through the form on the website. Um, I think we asked questions on Instagram and you're only limited to certain character count. But the form on our honestpod.com New character count. Come straight to our email. Come, just come to your email address or just mine? Sure. Oh. I get to read it. I get to screen it. So if you want to be honest and tell me how stupid you think Matt is, tell me. Uh, I'm fine with that. I am too. <laughs> yeah, I'll filter it for you. Yeah, need to. I can take the heat. I know. I know. Um, well, what you got planned for the rest of the week, Matt? Not too much. I hurt my leg really badly, so I won't go to training this week because I'd like to play again on Saturday. But I have, oh. because it's the end of the month, so I'm going to do some food prep and figure out. I'm going to try and do some exercise in the gym and get my little life on track. Boom. Yeah. Good for you. I want to be thin like Ashley, thin and crossfitty like Ashley. Mm. Oh, you mentioned about joining CrossFit. Are you going to join CrossFit? It's fucking expensive in London. <laughs> oh, it is expensive. I don't think yeah, I I'm paying for the gym. I should be able to use it. So yeah, no, it's the answer to that question right now. Um, yeah, I hurt my back today at CrossFit, and I got really upset. But tomorrow's a new day. All right. Well, have a lovely week, Ashley. Yeah, you too. I'm going to have a bath now. Oh, it's really late. But yeah, I know it is different. Fine. And everybody else, have a lovely. Well, it would be Wednesday, so I hope your week is going very well. And yeah hear from you um going forward yeah awesome honest to pod on instagram honest pod on twitter honest pod on facebook easy to find and honest to pod.com honest pod.com easy That's to find no sorry it's myspace just, no squarespace but it's not that is it no 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 honest pod.com amazing yeah easy to find easier to lay Oh. Bye bye, Ashley. All right, bye bye. Nothing. Bye. Bye.